0: Good evening, this is the Prime Evening News for today, Wednesday, August 17th, and I am your presenter, Jay George. In the headlines, there is a real cost to the increasing debt and financial mismanagement of Dominica's economy by the current DLP regime, for which every youth and resident in the society will inevitably pay a very high price. And taxi drivers and fishermen of Barbados are somewhat in support of the government's cap on diesel and petrol prices at the pump, but they want Prime Minister Mia Motley to do much more. And Britain's rate of inflation has surged to a fresh 40-year high, heaping yet more pain on cash-strapped households as the cost-of-living crisis deepens and the consumer prices index rose to 10.1%. The news is brought to you compliments the. Did you sell the details coming up next?
1: We hear you Dominica for as low as $5. You can now activate a one-day Digicel Prime Bundle and get unlimited digital digicalls. 25 anywhere minutes. 1.5 gigs data to use as you like. Endless social messaging on WhatsApp, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Plus 7 gigs data to use Digicel apps. Activate a Digicel Prime Bundle today in my Digicel app or dial star 140 and a Punky. Digicel better together.
0: There is a real cost to the rising debt and financial mismanagement of Dominica's economy, for which every youth and all residents in the society will pay an inevitably very high price. That's the assessment of economist Dr. Thompson Fontaine, as he shared the unfiltered truth about Dominica's socioeconomic standing and its economic development trajectory. He contends that this will be the case if the country's leaders continue on the current path and lifestyle. He contends that ultimately the youth will feel the hardest brunt of the economic impacts through unemployment, higher cost of living, and few opportunities. Dr. Fountain raised the arguments for increasing and improving export levels as was con- as was evidenced in the past.
2: I like people to understand that there is a real cost to all of this. The high debt, mismanagement of the CBI program, the fact that we've we've made we've minted millionaires but they're not Dominicans, the fact that you know we have this 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 banking crisis, the lack of access, we're not exporting anything. The real cost, the real translation of this is the fact about I was talking about earlier the young people not being able to get opportunities within Dominica. You're talking about higher levels of unemployment, higher levels of poverty. You know, you're talking about people unable to make ends meet. That is the reality of all of those negative indicators. It seems that the only only solution the government has put forward is a national employment, so-called national employment program which basically involves individuals uh, planting flowers or clean the size of the road. And what the government should be doing is helping to have something to export. We don't have a water, a water industry in Dominica. We don't have an agro-processing sector in Dominica. When historically, we've done so well. So we've seen what has happened in the past. But for the past 22 years, it appears that we have come to a real standstill.
0: That was economist Dr. Thompson Fontaine. Former Grand for Local Cor- Cooperatives Officer Washburn Coffee, speaking on the Concerned Citizen Movement program on Friday evening, expressed that expressed the view that Dominica has come to a critical crossroads and Dominicans must reflect on the crucial issues they face. He says despite all of the pleasantries proposed in the national budget, he has lost faith in Dominica's current administration. Coffee believes that the current regime has served their purpose and should be removed from office, whether it is by the customary voting process or by another or any other legal means that is accepted, acceptable to the general public.
1: But um, from what I gather, uh, you know, we have reached at a serious point in, in Dominica, you know, and we have to ask ourselves you know, some important questions. For me, I, I have lost total confidence, notwithstanding all the goodies that have been suggested in the budget. But I think based on on past experiences and consistent lies, and so on, I have absolutely lost confidence in what we refer to as government. I personally feel they are to leave their usefulness. And by some whatever reason, whether it's by the ballot, any other means convenient to the populace, I believe that these guys should be on
0: He added that although they appear to be dazzling the public with tokens they are very aware of their predicaments knowing that they will not be there if any legitimate untainted elections are held in dominica according to coffee the electorate has the power to solve the problem but they must act decisively to free themselves from this burden
1: i believe they too recognize you know their situation in that you know, they're in a very precarious situation as it comes to any genuine election in Dominica, that they would not be there. You know, so they they continue to come with little goodies, you know, tranquil in your eyes that may seem to disguise the police. You know, so that's where we are. And I think the answer is in the hands of the electorate to do something very serious and for us to decide once and and for all that we need to do what is right and to get this albatross off our necks.
0: Former Grand For Local Cooperatives Officer Washburn Coffey. The politicization of key areas of our social development have denied us the opportunity to fully maximize the use of our human resources. This from social activist and former DLP agriculture minister, Atherton Mater. Mr. Mater is one of the many who echoes similar sentiments as to the negative implications attributed to having a society whose entire social structure is directly or indirectly influenced by government. He contends that a society having to revert to showing allegiance to the government in order to receive any type of support stifles the people's capable minds from contributing freely and fully to the society, simply because they are not affiliated to the government or signing its singing its tunes.
3: Personally, nowadays, it appears that if, depending on what color shirt you wear, you either get in the door or you are put out of the door. That nonsense has denied Dominico the use of some extraordinary expertise, which thank God, is still available in Dominica. So to kick it off, to get it off the ground, the data, and in many cases the personnel, exists in Dominica even as we speak. And that expertise is what's required to get moving again. So let us not fool ourselves or be fooled into believing that we have to bring in expertise from outside and bring in and establish a project management unit. And that, that, those things are not, that is just bureaucratic foolishness, idiocy. And so let us kind of bring it back to where the rubber hits the road, which is where there are persons who know how to do these things, have done them in the past, and can bring their experience to bear to kick off again.
0: That was social activist and former DLP Agriculture Minister Atherton Martin. On the Concerned Citizen Movement program, Dr. IP Pascal said we must understand that the physical violence we witness is a manifestation of the worst kinds of psychological violence. He further stated by encouraging kids to honor, respect and depend on adults who don't care, we are pushing them to look up to and revere individuals who aren't looking out for their security.
3: So.
4: I, I think what we have to understand that this physical violence that we see is 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 an expression of a daily psychological violence and, and a, a psychological violence of the worst kind because when you are when you when you are encouraging people to honor respect um, depend on people who. By all their actions, it's obvious that um, they don't care to that extent. But yet, you're encouraging them to say, yes, sir, yes, sir. I mean, you have children, you're teaching them to respect and look up to the, their abusers, to the people who are not looking out for their welfare. That is violence, too. And I would like to put that in the mix. And that's for me, is violence, violence of the worst kind.
0: Pascal added that we can tolerate the physical abuse we receive because it is similar to the abuse we have experienced during slavery. However, we we complain a lot about physical violence, but it only affects a small percentage of people. The majority of us, or all of us, experience psychological violence, which is the worst kind of violence.
4: The physical violence that we are subjected to, we, just like on slavery, We can survive that. Some of us, obviously, might succumb to it, but the majority of us will survive the physical violence. And the physical violence, we make a lot of beef about it, but it's only a minority of people, really, to be honest, that suffer that physical violence. And we tend to concentrate on that. At the same time, all of us, or the majority, suffer in this abusive psychological violence, which is the worst form of violence. And we seem to have been asleep on it, or we seem not to be aware of it, or, or they have made it in a way where you don't even consider that is violence.
0: Dr. Uvin IP Pascal, co host of the Jollies Help Vibes radio program and holistic health advocate Trudy Christian noted that individuals have already started dismissing the monkeypox virus because they have categorized it as a homosexual disease. Christian added that hence it was important to let the public know that while the outbreak may have begun through sexual contact, it is not determined conclusively that it is limited to same-sex practices. She was speaking on the Jolly's Health Vibes program earlier today.
5: Other people are already dismissing monkeypox because they have categorized it as a gay people disease. Oh, I cannot get that because I'm not in that. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? I've actually heard that Mm -hmm. from people. And you know, it was important for us to hear this. Is this this is where the outbreak began, yes. But the transmission of monkeypox is not about, you know, it's not limited, it's not limited to sexual, you know, practice, Mm -hmm. it is close, intimate contact. So if somebody has monkeypox and you're hugging them, or you, you know, so that doesn't minimize X um, transmission to just one community. It actually can be transmitted to any and everybody children have um been diagnosed with monkeypox so in the united states it's quite a problem in the clip they said all the states have recorded cases of monkeypox except one so far that's wyoming so that that's you know they say in 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 the united states if they sneeze we can catch (laughs) a cold so we have to look out for that
0: Christian went on to say that the second point that she would like to highlight would be the views of individuals on the vaccine and how quickly it was created.
5: And the second thing was the the talk about the vaccines. Now, I've seen people, Dominicans saying, but, yeah, they have a vaccine for that read. <laughs> 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 they really want to kill us, Papa. Those kind of things. Um, and the vaccine talk that is that is circulating around monkeypox, the vaccine, and we had mentioned that just in, for in a previous show, right. is a smallpox vaccine that has been reintroduced now because it can give protection against monkeypox. Those two viruses are in the same family. family. Yes. So a lot of Dominicans, Dominicans born in the 60s, 50s, and 60s, already took... A smallpox vaccine mm-hmm. so it's not it's not a new vaccine those of us who were born you know beyond the 70s um, would not have gotten smallpox vaccine because smallpox was eradicated but there are quite a few people older people who have taken the same vaccine that they're talking about now for monkeypox so those are the two things I felt were, were, were important.
0: Co-host of the Jolly's Health Vibes program and holistic health advocate Miss Trudy Christian The Jolliffe's Health Vibes program looked at cardiovascular disease with an invited guest, cardiologist Dr. Rachel Andrew, who shared her professional view on the term, saying that there is a difference between heart disease and vascular disease, since a lot of people tend to confuse the two terms, and that heart disease falls under the umbrella of the term cardiovascular disease. She was speaking on the Jolly's Health Vibes program with co-host Shuri Christian and Jacinta Fagan-Diffo on Q95 earlier this morning.
6: Cardiovascular diseases are indeed a large group of disorders, a very large group of disorders. And sometimes we interchangeably speak about cardiovascular disease and heart disease like it's the same thing, but it's not. It's, uh, the cardiovascular disease is that large umbrella which takes into account, so we can break it down into heart disease and
1: vascular disease, ah.
6: all right? So when we look at the heart diseases, there are also a, quite a number of heart diseases. And we can also divide them into whether they're congenital or acquired. If they're congenital, it means that um, you, that individual was born with it. Okay. So it's a birth defect, something went wrong in terms of development of the heart, during the, the, the pregnancy period mm-hmm. all right that we could not have control over
0: Dr. Andrews said however most of the heart disease diagnosed is acquired and that and that is where a cardiologist comes in since these acquired heart diseases are based on the choices we make in our lifestyles however
6: most of heart diseases are acquired and that's where we come in, because these acquired heart diseases are based on our lifestyle choices. Mm. And it therefore means that we have a, a lot of control over the development of these acquired heart diseases. So that's the, 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 the heart part. And anything that you can think of from the outer layer of the heart all the way to the innermost part of the heart that can be affected would represent uh, a heart disease so we can talk about the covering of the heart um, being affected in a pericarditis or we can talk about the muscle walls being inflamed in a myocarditis we can talk about the coronaries being blocked in a heart attack in that case it is acutely obstructed in a heart attack and uh, You can have what is called angina or ischemic
0: heart disease. Cardiologist Dr. Rachel Andrew. The UNDP-funded Improving Resilience of Women in Hazardous Prone Areas is being conducted by IICA and recently concluded their final session of the the Trainers Workshop for Extension Officers. Technical Specialist at the Inter-American Institute for Cooperation and Agriculture, Kent Copel, notes that the program is essentially one to get the extension personnel ready to give instructions on climate-wise agriculture to beneficiaries in three parishes. He mentioned that the training was conducted in four parts, targeting extension officers in the first instance, with a focus on boosting women's resilience and applying a gender-sensitive approach to disaster risk management.
7: Basically the training is one to prepare the extension persons to deliver training on climate smart agriculture to beneficiaries in three parishes, parish of St. Patrick, St. David and St. Paul. The, the session forms one component under the building resilience among hazard prone areas, focusing on strengthening resilience among women, using the gender sensitive approach in terms of disaster risk management and sustainable methods. And under that component, what we are doing is to build the capacity of of trainers and mostly persons within the extension service. The first three sessions focused on delivering training on eight modules. Those eight modules were designed and prepared by Dr. St. Martin and Nikela Karai of ICA. They will be serving as a basis for doing the training with the beneficiaries. So basically, we have just concluded the session that dealt with Building the capacity of the extension is to deliver training, more so to conduct workshop and to provide the information in a way that the farmers can receive the training. So it, it forms the last part, but certainly it's not the end of the session because we intend to continue, whereby the extensionists now will be conducting training with farmers and producers that forms part of the project.
0: That was technical specialist at the Inter-American Institute for Cooperation and Agriculture, Kent Copel. Justice Dr. Irvin Andres shared his views on the escalating homicides and violence taking place in Dominica on the Global View on Q, hosted by Mr. Sheridan Gregoire, Mr. G. Dr. Andre said, if we are to find solutions to the drug trade phenomenon, phenomena, we must ask ourselves who are the overseers of the drug trade and who are responsible for the transportation of large quantities of drugs within the community?
8: One of the things that we have to look at in terms of violent crime in Dominica is certainly the drug trade. And if we are serious about trying to find solutions for that phenomenon, we must ask, well, who are the overseers in the drug trade? Who are the overseers responsible for bringing in significant quantities of drugs in the community? Because if we are to try to solve some of these issues, if we accept the fact that much or a lot or a significant degree of the crime that we're experiencing today is the end result of the drug trade. And Dominica would not be, uh, be unusual with respect to that, that situation. It's all over the Eastern Caribbean. Some of the Eastern Caribbeans are known as sources uh, of, of, of drugs in terms of the export of drugs and so on. Fortunately, Dominica is not on that list. Well, at least in so far as the international community is concerned.
0: Doctor Andre added, if someone questions a law enforcement agent in other countries about Dominica's involvement in the drug trade scheme, they might possibly respond by saying that Dominica is proportionately involved in the drug trade.
8: But if you speak to a law enforcement agent in Guadeloupe in Martinique, in Antigua, they may tell you a different story that Dominicans disproportionately are involved in the drug trade. So the question is, to the extent that we are serious about addressing the root causes, we have to somehow focus on those responsible for being the overseers of that trade. Not only that, but we have to pay close attention to the manner in which offenders are policed in Dominica. And uh, I suspect Dr. Peter saint will tell us something about this. In terms of law enforcement, is it a reactive attitude that you have in terms of law enforcement? Or do you have a proactive attitude? Have you drawn up strategies to identify those persons or those communities which are vulnerable to this type of activity?
0: That was Justice, Dr. Uvin Andrew. In other news, Prime Minister Mayor Motley announced on Monday evening that from Friday until January 31, 2023, Barbadians would pay no more than $4 and $4.48 per litre for gas or $4.03 per litre for diesel, regardless of the price on oil and the international market. Taxi drivers and fishermen on the island support the cap on diesel and petrol prices at the pump, but they claim that more needs to be done to enhance their standard of living.
9: Capital gas is really good, but I don't think, I don't think it makes a big difference. It ain't gonna make a big difference. But every but every help you are thankful for. I feel alright about it because I don't want it raise in the morning in a hurry. Let me get where it from. If you got a stabilized price, you could budget to suit. When you got prices going, but now in time, that's a problem. But well, it really affects us heavily. The reason... OK, let me explain something. The government took off road tax off of private vehicles. But cars that making money like a taxi or a ZR got to pay road tax, right? So when you raise the gasoline, we got two expenses extra to the, the private man. Not only that, we are in there with the roads mashing up suspension and all that there. They got to buy parts, and the parts don't be cheap, especially for certain kind of cars. So right now I just pay my insurance, but I can't afford to pay that at one time. So that's how the story goes. But I am in favor with what the prime minister did by 100%.
0: Still in other news, Britain's rate of inflation has surged to a fresh 40-year high, heaping yet more pain on cash-strapped households as the cost-of-living crisis deepens. The Consumer Prices Index rose to 10.1% in the 12 months to July, up from 9.4% in June and remaining at the highest level since February 1982, said the Office for National Statistics.
10: I'm afraid it is yet more terrible news. Another really big jump in the rate of inflation to 10.1%. Inflation was in the 12 months uh, to July. 10.1%. That is the first time we have seen inflation in double digits uh, since the 80s, since the early 80s. Another 40 year high. I say this every month, and we've been doing this for about 11 months in a row now. 11 months in a row, we've had above target inflation. We have to remember the target that we would like inflation to be is about 2% so 10.1% it really is huge and we are all feeling it in our day-to-day lives there's some real drivers to it it's food uh, it's fuel those are the two really really big ones but what I think is really frightening about this is we are although it might not feel like it, in a slight calm-before-the-storm moment at the moment because when those energy prices go up, as they will in October, um, things are going to get worse. The energy price cap, I mean, the forecasts just change every few days, up and up. could be as bad as in excess of £4,000 a year, in excess of £4,500 a year by the spring. I mean, really big numbers. We've had news today that the gas prices in Europe are going up again because of the low levels of water in the Rhine, people trying to uh, build up their stock. So all of these factors means things are probably going to get a lot worse uh, in the in the in the autumn there could well be a recession i I hate to be such a doom and gloom mongerer but it really is a bleak picture this morning
0: that was the prime evening news but first here's a recap of the headlines there is a real cost to the increasing debt and financial mismanagement of Dominica's economy by the current DLP regime, for which every youth and resident in the society will be inevitably pay for a very high price. Taxi drivers and fishermen of Barbados are somewhat in support of the government's cap on diesel and petrol prices at the pump, but they want Prime Minister Mia Motley to do much more. And Britain's rate of inflation has surged to a fresh 40-year high, heaping yet more pain on cash-strapped households as the cost-of-living crisis deepens and the consumer prices index rose to 10.1%. The news was brought to you, compliments Digicel, and I have been your presenter, Jade George.